The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some Sadducees, those who deny that there is a resurrection, came forward and put this question to Jesus, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us, if someone's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first married a woman but died childless. Then the second and the third married her, and likewise, all seven died childless. Finally, the woman also died. Now, at the resurrection, whose wife will the woman be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to him, The children of this age marry and remarry, but those who are deemed worthy to attain to the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they are like angels, and they are the children of God because they are the ones who will rise. That the dead will rise, even Moses made known in the passage about the bush when he called out, Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, and he is not the God of the dead, but of the living. For to him, all are alive. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, I have good news and bad news to tell you about heaven. I like to start with the bad news and get that over with, first of all. Now, some of you older people may know this guy. Some of you younger people will have no clue what I'm about to play. But this is the bad news about heaven. No beer. None. That's why we drink it here. I have the good news now about heaven. You ready for the good news? In heaven, there is no politics. Yeah. That is good news, isn't it? Now, why do I say that? Why do I say in heaven there is no politics? Well, there's no beer and there's no politics. Well, the gospel today is a fascinating gospel because basically they're trying to trip Jesus up. So some of the Sadducees were coming to Jesus and they were trying to use some of the law 
to try to explain to him that, Lord, if you follow this law from point A to point B, you're going to see that it's impossible for there to be a resurrection. See, the Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. Now, some of the Jews did believe in the resurrection, and some of the Jews believed in angels. The Sadducees didn't believe in any of it. They believed that when you died, boom, that was it. That's why life on this earth is all that mattered for them. It was important to get it done right on this earth. So the Sadducees were trying to, to get Jesus to understand that there couldn't possibly be a resurrection of the body. Because if there was a resurrection of the body, then there was a problem with their law. So what was their law? Their law was this. Teacher Moses wrote for us that if someone's brother dies leaving a wife and no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for the brother. So what do they do? You kind of hear this in debates today, right? You take it to the extreme position, don't you? So they said, well, what if, what, what if, just like, let's say this, what if she married a guy, boom, he dies. So then she's got to marry his brother, boom, he dies. Then she's got to marry his brother, boom, he dies. Before you know it, she marries all seven brothers. And guess what, Lord? Boom, they're all dead. Woman dies, mic drop, walks away, you know? He thinks he has Jesus totally in a trap. And Jesus is like perplexed because they don't get it. They don't get that what he's trying to do is not about this earth. What Jesus is trying to do is establish the kingdom of God, the reign of God in heaven. And in heaven there is no? Fear. Or? Thank you. <laughs> There's no beer or politics in heaven. Really, politics is what I'm talking about. Because in heaven, his order has already been established. God's will and order has already been established. We had a spiritual director in the seminary that used to always tell us, we're in the seminary, the guys used to like to change the rules. We didn't like some of the rules. We wanted to change them. It was outdated. And the spiritual director would always say to us, men, do not put your hope in change. Put your hope in God. And I could say the same thing to all of us about the selection. Do not put your hope in change. Put your hope in God. Because ultimately, whoever wins this election, God is the one that is still in power. God is the one that still reigns. See, politics are only about this earth. You know, and the, and the vying for power, the vying for control, the vying for esteem, it only happens here in this world. In heaven, there is no politics. God's right order is already being arranged. And so Jesus goes on to kind of stick it to him a little bit. I love it because Jesus says, the children of this age marry and remarry. You know, so he's already saying, you guys are already not even able to keep one marriage. You're marrying and remarrying. The children of this age do this. But those who are deemed worthy to the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead, neither marry or are given into marriage. That's the other sad part about heaven, by the way. In heaven, there is no marriage. What does that mean? Well, that's kind of a, a crazy notion, isn't it? Jesus is saying, for the resurrection of the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage. Why does he say that? Because ultimately, in the resurrection, Anything that we needed in this world to experience God. So marriage was a covenant established by man, but reaffirmed by God. It's an institution of man reaffirmed by God as a way to experience God through the union of man and woman. Guess what? In heaven, we won't need to debate about gay marriage or, or, or men and women marriage. We won't need to debate about it because in heaven, there is no marriage. In heaven, there is no need for that institution or even the sacrament because we're united with God. 
And then he goes on to say, for they can no longer die. You can no longer die. For they are like the angels and they are children of God because they are the ones who will rise. So what does this mean? It means for for those of us that believe, we're already part of the kingdom of God. We're already part of heaven. Right now, in this world, in this body, we're already part of heaven. That's why priests are celibate. Part of the celibate vocation is to show us that in the future, in marriage, or I mean, in the kingdom of God, there will be no marriage. We will be so united to God that we're married to God. And for those of you that are not married, I'm just going to break it for you right now. There's no perfect marriage. Marriage is not like heaven on earth all the time, right? Married couples, it's not always easy. But God has already predestined us for heaven. He's already working in us. And so he's saying to the, to the Sadducees, they don't believe in everlasting life, so he's saying they can no longer die. My disciples can no longer die. And they're like the angels. They didn't believe in angels. He's saying they're like the angels because they are to rise. They are the ones who will rise. So the reality is, if we have, with Christ in this life, suffered with him, through all the difficulties, if we've died with him in this life, if we've experienced the Paschal mystery in this life, then we also rise with him in this life. And if we do that over and over and over again, if we lay down our life over and over and over again, we will rise with him. And I think it's so profound that the first reading, too, from Maccabees, It happened that seven brothers with their mother were arrested and tortured with whips and scourges by the king to force them to eat pork. Okay, so all they were trying to do is get them to eat pork in violation of God's law. One of the brothers speaking to the others said, what do you expect us to achieve by questioning us? We are ready to die rather than transgress the law of our ancestors. We are ready to die rather than transgress one of the laws of our ancestors. So even if it was a matter of eating pork, they would rather die than break one simple law. I think that's such a grave thing that we should all keep in mind, you know, as we approach the elections, as we, as we approach making choices like this. How important is God's law to us? How important is not breaking God's commandment to us? Would we rather die than violate it? Would we rather die than allow any part of our integrity to be compromised? Jesus is ultimately saying, for those of us that are his children, we've already died, so we, we have no fear. We have no fear of dying. We've already died with him, and we will rise with him. And so the bad news is, my brothers and sisters, in heaven, there is no beer. But the good news is, in heaven, there is no politics. Because once and for all, God's kingdom will be established. And so I know we're all going through this uncertainty right now. We're all going through this angst. We're all going through this time of you know, political turmoil. And every time you turn on the, on the TV, you see other, some other horrific thing. It's all going to be over on Tuesday, right? But then we have another four years later. But ultimately, it's all going to be over in eternal life. In heaven, there is no politics. And so, my brothers and sisters, we do not put our hope in change We do do not put our hope in any person or political party. Ultimately, we put our hope in God because it's only God that is going to carry us through. It's only God that is going to allow us to experience through him suffering, death, and resurrection. And right now, for those of us that believe, 
we are already living in the resurrection. Francis Cardinal George once said, I expect to die in bed. My successor will die in prison, and his successor will die a martyr in the public square. What is often not quoted is the rest of it. His successor will pick up the shards of a ruined society and slowly help rebuild civilization, as the Church has done so often in human history. The reality is, there is no politics in heaven. Though we do everything that we can to vote with our conscience, we ultimately put our trust in God. We do not put our hope only in change. We put our hope ultimately in God.